In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christos Voskres, Christ is risen, Christos Anesti. It's the new norm. We have been hearing this phrase repeatedly over the past few weeks. And to be quite honest with you, I'm getting tired of hearing it. Change is hard. Not many like it. Yet the ancient Greek philosopher Heraclitus wrote, you cannot step in the same river twice. <laughs> Meaning that the water moves on and it's the different water, it's a different river all the time. Change, the only thing that never changes. Now, some changes in our lives come to us by the decisions we make like getting a new job, or getting married, or buying a new house. But others come to us by the will of God alone, in which we have little or no control. This, this fourth Sunday of Pascha is the Sunday of the paralytic, whose life was also about to change drastically. He waited earnestly by the pool of Bethesda for a miracle for many years, 38 years according to the gospel. Jesus came upon this man lying there with numerous others who also sought a miracle. Now one may ask, why didn't Jesus heal all of them, like all at the same time? He is God. Surely Jesus could have done that very easily. Yes, Jesus could have done that with the snap of his fingers. But God does not perform miracles just to show that he can. God performs miracles for or to a purpose. When Jesus saw this paralytic, he asked the man a question. He said to him, do you want to be made well? Well, what kind of a question is that? Who would not want to be made well? We must understand that healing of the paralytic changed that man's life forever. After he is healed, he will have to endure temptations that he could not have experienced as a paralytic. Right off the bat, he was accused by the Jewish leaders of breaking the law on the Sabbath, carrying his pellet. This man could no longer be looked upon with sympathy. He would now have to struggle to make a living. Afterward, when the man found Jesus, Jesus says to the man, See, you have been made well. Sin no more. Wow, what a challenge. Sin no more? Perhaps no one experienced a new norm than the Apostle Peter. Peter was a simple and unlettered man, yet intelligent and wise. He had a wife and two children. Peter and his family followed the precepts of the law of Moses observing the commandments of the Lord to the best of their ability. 
One day, Jesus appeared on the shore as they were returning from a fishing expedition. And Jesus Christ said, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. When Peter saw Jesus and heard his words, he was inflamed with the love for the Lord. The next day after coming out of the synagogue, Jesus heard that Peter's mother-in-law was ill. So coming into the house where she laid, Jesus touched her and her fever left and she was made well. Peter then chose to change his life to follow the Lord. And the Lord had greater changers for Peter than he could ever imagine. For Peter was to become the preeminent apostle. In the readings from the Acts of the Apostles that we heard this morning, we learned that St. Peter was given the power to heal and restore the faithful. Peter was passing through the area of Judea where many Gentiles lived and came to believe in Jesus Christ. Peter came upon a paralytic man named Aeneas, and he cried out, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and take up your bed and walk. This miracle did not go unnoticed. In the nearby city of Joppa lived a faithful Christian woman named Tabitha. Tabitha became sick and died. So knowing that Peter was in the area, they summoned him. St. Peter arrived in Joppa and put everyone out of the room. He knelt down at Tabitha's side and prayed. Then turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes and saw that it was Peter. Taking her by the hand, hand Peter lifted her up and presented her to the people. This gift of God to St. Peter also came, also came with a burden and challenged his basic Judaic, Judaic, Judaic belief. It was the sixth hour. Peter went to the housetop to pray. He became very hungry. He looked up to heaven and fell into a trance. Then Peter saw a huge sheet bound on all four corners, and inside the sheet were all kind of animals and birds, strange creatures that by Jewish law were considered unclean and not permitted to be eaten by the Jewish people. And seeing that sheet floating down with all of those creatures in it, Peter heard a voice from heaven saying, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter replied, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And the voice answered back, What God has cleansed, you must not call common. This message from God did not happen only one time, but three times, showing its great importance. For something was about to change, and the new normal had begun. God then sent Peter to the house of a Gentile man named Cornelius. Peter realized the meaning of the vision and said, 
In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears the Lord and works righteousness is accepted by him. We will soon be and are now living in a new norm. But what does this new norm bring? How will it change our lives? How will our lives change? Jesus is asking each of us, do you want to be made well? How will we answer? Will we change and become better followers of Jesus Christ, doing his will to the best of our ability? Or will we simply go back to our lives as they were before? That's the question. May we heed the words of Jesus Christ as he says, See you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. May the risen Lord be with all of us during this time of change so that we may proceed into the new norm with a greater faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is risen. Christos Foscres. Christos Anesti.